At the end of April 1902, remnants of the Filipino resistance hid deep in the volcanoes of central Luzon. President Aguinaldo was captured a month earlier, and the U.S. was out for blood. America's primary target now was a turncoat named David Fagan. Fagan had escaped his army campsite several years ago and defected to train new units of revolutionary fighters. Wherever David went, local resistance became stronger. Guerrilla units became more disciplined, more accurate, and more deadly. David was also a black man from the Deep South. He warned dark-skinned Filipinos about what life was like under American rule. That was unacceptable to the U.S. government. Before the war could end, Fagan had to be captured and punished. And so Brigadier General Frederick Funston was sent in to finish the job. So at the end of the month, the General's scouts stepped up mountain patrols. American forces pinched guerrilla fighters by using a web of telegraph lines to transmit information in real time. Note from General Funston. Black country being scouted constantly. Stop. Prevent bands coming out of mountains. Stop. Insurrectos not willing to surrender. Stop. Twelve men taken away. Stop. As Fagan and Funston circled each other, the American general realized his adversary meant to negotiate. After all these years, most Filipinos really wanted to come home and get amnesty. Now, if the rebels were able to formally surrender, the army's hand would be stayed by the governors in Manila. Funston was determined to prevent that. These men would go out fighting, whether they wanted to or not. So April 17th, Filipino forces set it on the western side of Mount Ariat. April 18th, Lieutenant Mitchell leads three companies along the western side, while Funston spreads out on the east. The web begins to close. April 26th, another officer wires Manila. Enemy will, if possible, be killed or captured and made to answer for his crimes. David's commanding officer, a General Jose Alejandrino, slips by a group of American scouts and ducks out of the forest. To avoid detection, Alejandrino takes just one revolver and a personal aid. They move through the volcano before dawn, and on April 27th, they walk past the outpost guard. At 4.30 a.m., Alejandrino presents himself right in front of U.S. headquarters. The local major is woken from bed, throws on his uniform, and yells at his sentries. How could they let the enemy walk right through town? Dozens of soldiers had a chance to shoot Alejandrino, but they just looked like grubby townspeople. Now, American commanders had no choice but to acknowledge the Filipinos' peaceful intentions. The major grabs Alejandrino's revolver and shoves the prisoners of war into an empty house. He then wires General Funston, who rides from San Isidro. When Funston arrives, he curses his own men, but holds back in the company of his adversary. When they appear, Generals Funston and Alejandrino stare at each other. They had been fighting for two years, but had never met one another in person. The American spoke first. You cannot surrender yourself without first delivering Fagan. At that, Alejandrino straightens up. The surrender of Fagan is an infamy which I cannot commit. I know that if you catch him in your hands, you would be capable of bathing him in petroleum and burning him alive. Now Funston clenches his jaw, but stares back in silence. Fighting Fred had no qualms about killing one more insurrecto. 
Alejandrino continues. You have soldiers. Why don't you catch him yourself? Funson walks closer, breathes on Alejandrino. Then you will remain a prisoner. The Filipino general looks down at Funston and holds his composure. Alejandrino had walked into town of his own free will, but what he said next would determine how close he came to the noose. I came here because of my confidence in the honor of the American army. I believed in what General MacArthur, Funston's boss, promised that you would permit me to return to our campsite. Funston again eyes him back and is silent. If I was mistaken and you insist on my remaining a prisoner, I will have to resign myself to force. But you should know, General, that no one will surrender once they've come to know such unjust treatment. Funston responds, Then you are under arrest. He turns to his two soldiers. Attach your bayonets. Lock yourselves in the room with him. This time, nobody escapes. Fighting Fred prepared his final manhunt. But the Americans were already too late. Captain David Fagan had made a run for it and planned to disappear forever. My fellow citizens, there is one thought I want you always to bear in mind. The hour of your redemption is here. Remember that America is not in war for the sake of war. The time called loudly to each of us for loyalty. The final outcome will be determined in the factories, the mills, the shops. No race can prosper till it learns there's as much dignity and tilling the field as in fighting the war. You my poser when I want freedom. You my poser when I want justice. You my poser when I want equality. Wala ba sa inyong nagnanasang iyalay ang kanyang buhay para sa Pilipinas? We do not want the Filipinos for citizens. We the armor, get them. This war is a people's war, and every citizen must declare himself American or traitor.